everyone welcome back to another episode of once in a lifetime the podcast where we talk about lifetime movies i'm Anne, and i'm bridget and this week to continue with our christmas in july theme we watched christmas setup oh, oh boy what a sweet little film oh my god i rolled my eyes eight <laughs> billion times in this movie i'm like where's the murder <laughs> Yes, uh, it is so saccharine, like it's over the top. But I have to say, what a! It was nice to see a gay couple fall I in was, love. Yeah, with no none of the stakes were someone's going to find out we're gay or right. something like that. I did right. think that was very nice. Well, it seemed but, good too. Like everyone in the town seemed just be great. Like there was, it's like kind of Shit's Creek where that's no what I was thinking. Oh, David <laughs> and Patrick. Patrick and Hugo. Hugo. <laughs> Hugo. Why was his name Hugo? It was like his brother's name is Aiden. A normal, yeah. regular name. And yeah, his our- name in real life would be like Brayden or Jaden or something Hayden. that rhymes with Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yes. The best person in this movie, obviously, is Fran Drescher. Oh, my God. She this, looks incredible. She looks incredible. She looks better than she did when she was on the freaking nanny. I couldn't believe how beautiful she looked. Oh it my was, God. I mean, I should believe it, but, and I also just love her. I know. I know. She's like, what a great mom. I just want to hug her. I wanted to do every, like every scene with her. I'm like, I want to be doing that with Fran Drescher. I want to go Christmas caroling with Fran Drescher. I want to have a game night with Christmas trivia with Fran Drescher. <laughs> I want to decorate an abandoned train station with Fran Drescher. <laughs> I never thought of doing any of these activities ever in my life, but now I want to do them all with Fran Drescher. But only with Fran. If anybody else yes. is there or she's not, I I can burn that train station to the ground. <laughs> now, did you read any trivia about this movie? No, I literally finished the movie, put that shit in my hair, okay. and got on here. <laughs> okay. So, fun fact... The two main characters are married in real life. Are they really? Yeah, which I thought was very sweet. Huh, that was funny because I thought Hugo just kind of had no, like, (laughs) chemistry or charisma to him. (laughs) He was playing that, like, I'm an awkward weirdo a little too hard. Yeah, it was it was cheesy. Patrick was great, though. Chef's kiss. He was a stud. The sweaters were impeccable. I mm-hmm. loved his clothes, his whole general thing. He also looked delighted by Fran Drescher whenever they were in a scene together. Like she would say something and then they'd cut to Patrick and he'd be like, mm-hmm. like well, I he mean, just thought she was so great. Of course. He's probably I like, know. you don't need to pay me to be in this. I'll just do I it know. for free to be in a movie with Fran. So it, we start out, Hugo is a lawyer at this high-powered firm, it seems like, in New York. New York City. He's heading back home to Milwaukee for the holidays. Um, He makes a pitch to his boss, and he's like, hey, I want to be partner. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, 30 years old or something. (laughs) Yeah, make me partner immediately. If I am not partner by January, I'm looking for a new firm. That is bold. I know. Like, you're going away for... 
two weeks. And I, know. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't seem like a good note to end on, but whatever. Um, where am I going? Oh, I was going to say something, but I forget what. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember either. I think I was trying. I think I was thinking of um, one of the boardroom scenes from I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> okay. I watched the first episode and I could not stop laughing, like scream laughing. And I was like, I got to take a break because I'm going to wear myself out. It was so <laughs> funny. Much. There are like some skits in it, though, where I just kind of am like, what is what? Is <laughs> and Olivia Munn, I, she's in it twice. And I, both of them, I was like, I don't know, I'm not into this. I'm not into your little skit here you're doing. I don't like hmm. it. Interesting. Quit, quit popping up in things I love, Olivia Munn. Leave yeah, my like shit. John Mulaney. Yeah. <laughs> Hands off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, a little celeb gossip. Hugo is going back. He invites his friend, um, Maddie, to come hmm, back Did you recognize Maddie? Mm, not at all she plays knives in scott pilgrim versus the world did you ever see that oh yes she does and yes Yes. i have a while ago it's been a hot minute oh yeah Yeah, i I mean now that you say that i totally yeah of course duh um so she she's like I just want an old fashioned New York Christmas. And then he's like, great, come back to Milwaukee. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Like that's the opposite of what she said. That's she not wanted. what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> they get to his house and Fran Drescher is just immediately at 110 yes. and loving every, every aspect of Christmas. This bitch is like Mrs. Claus with Botox she loves it she fucking loves it so much yes no one loves christmas more than her she's got a big old chalkboard calendar on the wall and it is filled to the brim every day every day every day it's insane she is like what is she she's like the in charge of their little towns like the neighborhood council or yeah the neighborhood something. association or something yeah which apparently has so much money to put on day after day after day of holiday shit and apparently not charge for it. Like everyone can just go do all this stuff for free. Also Patrick, his Christmas tree lot that he owns with his dad, all of the profits go to charity. Yeah. How do you, you must have some kind of like, giant lumber company or something where like the little Christmas trees, you don't even care. You're just like, that's just shit I need off of my land. So we'll just give them to charity. Who cares? Well, he's already like super loaded, so he doesn't really need the money. Oh, you're right. Cause he made that dumb app. <laughs> right. He created an app called Cassandra who like <laughs> is really good at computing probabilities or something to me it seemed like it was a glorified magic eight ball that's what he said that yeah and (laughs) that's how he described it but then it they make it also sound like it's very like fact-based and stuff but no it's just a fucking eight ball on a phone (laughs) 
is very weird. But, but yeah, he, he made he sold sh- it and he made a lot of money and he moved back home to Milwaukee. <laughs> like you do. Um, so Patrick comes over to deliver the Christmas tree when Hugo is home by himself. Kate and Maddie have gone out shopping and she's mm-hmm. like, Oh, the Christmas tree is gonna be delivered. You need to be here. It's Patrick. It's what's his name? Patrick Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That sounds like the name of the guy from 16 Candles, Jake Ryan. Oh, last That's thing, I... Jake Ryan. Isn't that like a show that John Krasinski's on now where he's like a super soldier or something? Jack Ryan. Jack Probably. Ryan. <laughs> Gross, John Krasinski. Come on, man. Don't be doing that shit. You're so cute. Be in the quiet <sighs> place more. Yeah, why are you, you in all, why are you in all of these like shoot 'em up military funded projects, bro? I thought you were cool. Yeah, it feels like he could fit very well into all the Disney movies that his wife is in. Yeah. Why can't I think of her name? Emma Blunt. Emily Blunt. Yeah. Emily Blunt. That's why Emma did not sound right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Patrick Ryan. He was Hugo's high school crush. And Patrick was out in high school, but um, Hugo was not. And like the coolest guy in town, which they look about our age. Mm-hmm. I mean, the city I grew up in was kind of shitty, but I just I can't imagine any school in our timeline when we were going to school. Yeah. Where like the super flamboyant guy would be like the most popular person in the school that just yeah i mean was i can't remember if he was an athlete or not but oh he was everything he was like on the (laughs) debate team he was an athlete he was like homecoming king he was everything everybody loved him okay yeah he's super he was super popular but we learn later that mr popular was also mr lonely (laughs) (laughs) yeah Surrounded by friends. <laughs> <laughs> so they have like a little, you know, awkward interaction. Patrick or fucking Hugo falls down the stairs when he's <laughs> when he sees he's outside. He's like running to open the door. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, you want to help me with this tree your mom paid me to deliver? Um, and then they can't get it in the house and Hugo goes, mm, I think I can figure this out. And he goes like, snip, snip, snips off two branches. And he's like, and we just turn it and we're through. <laughs> like, what? I don't know. That whole scene, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it's a, uh, it's a wrapped up tree. It's going to get through the door. What are you, what's the problem? You bozos. Was it wrapped up? Yeah, they're always like, twined up so you can fit they are them always the twined up but i don't think the trees in this movie were maybe they just didn't have I'm a thinking big string budget <laughs> <laughs> i love watching them put the trees through that machine when you go pick out a christmas tree oh good i mean i've only had a real tree once in my life and it sucked and i will never do it again <laughs> <laughs> It was awful. Fuck a, fuck a real tree. Oh, there's fuck this one Christmas part. Tree. This movie was filled with these little like innuendo jokes oh where like God. when they're putting the tree up and he's like straight. Excuse uh, me? What? And then they kind of like, say? Just all through the movie, there's like these little peppered, like, where do you want this? In the back. Mm, like, it, this, <laughs> all, <laughs> I 
didn't even hear that one. It was, and I was just like, Jesus Christ. I mean, it was funny, I guess, but a little silly. Yes, yes. Um, oh, he left his gloves. Patrick left his gloves over at the house. Who so- left the filthy gloves on my couch? <laughs> That's not what she sounds like. I'm so sorry, Fran. You're perfect. Oh, she is perfect. She does sound a little bit like that. <laughs> so Maddie and Hugo have to go return the gloves to the tree lot. There's a lot of stuff going on at the tree lot in this movie. <laughs> it's so busy all the time. There is a permanent like f- hot chocolate food truck on the property. Yeah. It's That's like a insane. Christmas town. It's like Bronner's. Really, yes, I mean that. Yes, that, that's what I would imagine a an, an extremely wealthy neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are an extremely wealthy neighborhood. Their houses were all pretty big, huh? Yeah, but still, still seems crazy. That's like so that's much such money, a, so much sense of community that I don't think exists in wealthy areas no, if that like, makes sense you know what yeah, i mean they're like i don't give a fuck about other people why would i want to go go every night when there's events every night in this town and hang out with my like similarly Stupid rich neighbors. neighbors that i don't like it would be exhausting um they find out that the old train station the beautiful old train station that has a storied history of a Christmas Eve train coming to pick up all the letters for Santa. It's going to get demolished. The city's tearing it down. Oh, boy. And it is Hugo's favorite place in the whole world, this train station. Jesus Christ. He loves it. Um, so they go and return these gloves to Patrick. And Maddie and Hugo are talking to each other. This is the first time Maddie's met Patrick. Mm-hmm. And they have like their arms wrapped around each other because they're like, you know, best friends. And the way they're talking, it they sound like they're married and together. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how do you not understand how you sound, especially when you know this guy is like a cutie patoots? And- yeah you're kind of into like wouldn't you be a little more aware of like oh no that's i can see how that would sound like that. yeah oh, that's weird maddie <laughs> it was just strange it was strange um so they talk about this is where they learn about cassandra or whatever mm-hmm. and uh i don't know that she can predict love because love is chemistry and chemistry is numbers or something that makes no sense. I don't know. Is chemistry numbers? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I thought it was science. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it is. There's lots of math in science, but like, I don't know. It's just like reactions. Right. Look, I'm not a scientist. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't like when they talk about science in Lifetime movies. So if they could refrain from doing that in the future, it'd be great. <laughs> oh, we find out that um, Kate, his mom, was a, a little bit arrested <laughs> at a protest to not tear down the train station. Yeah. And then she said, you just need to sometimes get in a little, like, what a good trouble. A little and I was bit like, of good trouble. Damn it. Yeah. 
Well, John Lewis shout out there. I know. That In made me really happy. Movie. Yes. And then we get the reveal. Everyone's sexuality is squared away. We all Okay, know this now. was such a weird way to do it. Patrick and his dad come by because they're dropping off the poinsettias that Kate ordered. So many, by the way. Um, and I, for some reason, Fran, or Kate goes like, uh, you know, gay, straight, single. Just out of nowhere. And Patrick's like, what? And then Hugo's like, gay. And Maddie's like, single, straight, whatever. I don't know. It was so confusing. <laughs> I didn't like it. It was so weird. It was so weird. It was and a then, very... I was just going to say, the Patrick's dad is like, oh, sometimes being a, an old single uh, hetero white dude is pretty boring or whatever. And <laughs> Fran Josh is like, not to me, Frank. <laughs> and Hugo's like, mama. As though she was like, by the way, Frank, I love to suck dick. Like she didn't say anything. <laughs> the way he reacted was so crazy. Cause all she said was like, oh, it's not crazy to me. I love well- this Wait, whole movie, I was just like, is everyone going to just hook up with everybody in this movie? And then if you guys are a couple, then your mom and his dad? Yeah. Come on, that's weird. Maybe she's just a friendly little flirt and likes to make men feel good. Yeah. Aw, she's such a sweetheart. Oh, his dad died, too. She's been having a sad time. Yeah. He's gone, and she just misses him, and... Maybe that's also why she's throwing herself into the magic of Christmas. Oh, for sure. Um, So Patrick invites Hugo to come get a hot chocolate. um, Because there's a really good hot chocolate. The best. It's the best. And Hugo's like, I don't know. There's a guy in Tribeca who puts a truffle in the marshmallow. Mm. He doesn't say it like that. <laughs> he basically does. I can Patrick's like sounds pretentious. And he was like, Oh, it is. <laughs> I did think that was funny. Also, I don't really like the idea of a truffle inside of a marshmallow. No. Wouldn't the textures of both get all fucked up? Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I don't care for it. And it's probably $20 too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Patrick is running late because he has a delivery or something. So Hugo gets there for their hot chocolate date. (laughs) Knowing four seconds, knowing Patrick will be back soon as his dad just was like, oh, he'll be back soon. And then Patrick's just like, well, I guess I better go get this hot chocolate. (laughs) I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait. How fucking rude. Like such a strange choice. And then he was like, oh, this is good. But it wasn't. The uh, response I was hoping that hot chocolate would elicit. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted it to be like a, oh, this, oh my. this is the best hot chocolate. Yeah. Patrick was right. Milwaukee's where it's at. So while he's walking around drinking his hot chocolate, he runs into his cousin, Jimmy. <laughs> cousin <laughs> Jimmy. character is like so shoehorned in and I don't know why he was in this movie. But they're like, hey, how's it going? I was at the Lamplighter tour. Well, gotta go. <laughs> and they hug and he leaves. Like, why did this happen? <laughs> so he's getting ready to just leave and Patrick comes literally sprinting. He's sprinting because he's 
so upset that he was late. And he goes like, I actually have to go. Bye. Yeah. He's been on. He tried his best. Yeah. He's working. You were, it was like five minutes, dude. Yes. And he was on a delivery. It's not like you're a lawyer. Don't tell me you don't get stuck at work late. (laughs) My friend. Well, maybe he's a little bit classist. Um, His shit is okay because he's a high powered lawyer. But mm, tree tree farm guy. No. So this next scene, we're at the house. There's a big emotional thing in the workshop, the dad's workshop, Mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, you never finished this project. I loved your dad. He loved you. You guys (laughs) love this workshop together. (laughs) You loved woodworking together. Um, And then Patrick shows up. Because he wants to apologize. I know. He just pops up at this house all the fucking time. All day long. I did like that he said he was like, he's like, I'm here to talk to Hugo. And then he just starts apologizing, like, with Kate there. And I thought that was pretty bold. I liked that. Like, I'm going to be really vulnerable. Yeah. I'll let you know what I did wrong that Mm -hmm. upset your son. Judge me. Yeah, I liked that. Judge me. Um, Um... Oh, go ahead. Oh, another little. Can you grab those balls off the shelf? Which they were hanging lights. So there was literally no reason for him to say that. He just wanted to say balls. He just wanted to say balls. Grab this my uptight. Ball. Can you grab my balls off that shelf? Yeah, he should have said, can you just grab those balls? Not like. <laughs> <laughs> you might need a firm grip. That box is real loose. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do innuendo, like do innuendo. Do it. Yes. Go full force. Go full force. They're out on the roof putting up lights. Um, We find out Patrick was (laughs) fucked over by a bunch of lawyers. He literally says lawyers. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) And then Hugo's like, well, guess what? I'm a lawyer. (laughs) And then Patrick's like, well, that's like my one rule is I will literally like burn on site any lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) And then somehow um, Hugo knocks the ladder over. So they're stuck on the roof and they're like calling for help. <laughs> I thought it was so funny that Maddie and Kate were inside. They could hear them calling. They could see them and they were just like, they're fine. We'll <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> oh boy. Um so, This oh. is this, this is one of like the little community scenes mm-hmm. where everybody's doing activities. Like this was something that bothered me. They're all making these beautiful, really nice wreaths, nice Mm -hmm. wreaths, not just like shitty, like, oh, you pay $5 and here's your stupid craft. Like they were nice Christmas wreaths. And again, I'm just like, who is funding this? This is a lot of money. Yes. Wreaths aren't cheap, nice ones. And I'm... (sighs) I really, I just wonder about the treasury. I always go back to the treasury, Bridget. 
who like where's the money coming from who's Who in charge of the books <laughs> yeah this is not good um but oh no there's an emergency because cousin jimmy's supposed to be santa and his sciatica is acting up so he can't do it <laughs> and i wasn't sure was like this another setup or was his sciatica really acting up i don't know i feel like fran drescher just caused all kinds of hayock in this but you don't ever see her doing it things just things just happen to happen that work out so great for everybody and everyone's like oh that kate i i mean if you want to give her credit for like everything that happens she seems so busy it's uh, it would be hard to like put all of your Christmas planning and it's her last year in this role. So Mm -hmm. she is like, I'm going out with a fucking bang. So, you know, her mind is just a thousand percent on this and nothing else. You think she's got time to like orchestrate all these little sly movements and know what's going to happen as a result. You don't, I, I don't think Fran was sitting. I just, if that's the case, I worry about her. <laughs> like, is she going to be able to make it through? She's going to be exhausted. I know. Well, they do have wine. She does drink though. Of course. So, I mean, that is a lifetime movie. The holiday spirit. She's just getting through it that way. Um, so Hugo steps in valiantly. And hesitantly. (laughs) Very hesitantly. To be Santa. And he played an okay one, I guess, for like a 30-some-year-old guy who's not fat and jolly. Had to be really pinned into that suit that for some reason Patrick stood in front of him and wrapped his arms around him to pin the jacket. And he was like, breathe. Don't breathe. (laughs) Breathe while I breathe on your neck. Do you like when I breathe on your neck? Ew. (laughs) I you did hate. So <laughs> I hated what Hugo said when he walked out as Santa. He said, "Now that Santa's here, let's get this party rocking." <laughs> like you sound like the whitest white that ever whited. I hate you. Patrick in this next scene had a wonderful sweater. It was very Big Lebowski. I, I yes. was like, I want that sweater. It was a great I, sweater. I want that sweater. It was, it was really nice. Um, da, 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 bunch of books. Oh, he asks uh, Hugo to let him make it up to him. So they set a date yes. for 10 p.m. That's so late. I'm exhausted just thinking about getting ready to go out at 10 p.m. It's so late can you too late the only time i'm leaving my house at 10 o'clock at night is this is if i hear some kind of insane animal noises outside or some drama going down and i need to be like what what's going on then i'll leave my house at 10 i'll leave my house at 10 if uh they're like please leave your house there is a (laughs) (laughs) it's 10 (laughs) o'clock there's a national emergency like get out of your homes <sighs> or if like a red eye was the cheapest flight you could get yes sure and it that would, would be, be the a only really thing. good deal yeah a first class upgrade uh oh, yeah. mm, i want to fly first class bridget one day i'm gonna do it my mom I mean, 
is like she tried it for the first time when she came out here the first time to visit me. She's like, oh, I'm never going back. <laughs> really? Yeah. So now she treats herself when she takes a flight. She and- should. I mean, I honestly, know. I think if you have the money, why not? Why don't you switch your fucking ticket back when you go home? I know. And get that first class Benny. Let me tell you that they're no longer, this is getting off way off track, but they're no longer um, putting spaces between people on plane, planes. And Ew. I just saw I just saw that my flight is completely booked and I am in the center seat. <laughs> so I will be very uncomfortable for four hours. Holy shit. That's... V- that's not smart right now. That's so dumb. That's I know I made dumb. the choice to travel, but I assumed there would still be some safety measures yes. being in place. Yes, thank you. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you bumped up to first class, you'd have your own little fucking pod. Oh, that would be nice. Okay. Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> nope. I got way <laughs> off track. All I can think about now is fancy. <laughs> Fancy vacations and flying. <laughs> yes. Oh, but that's not what happens in this movie. But what does happen is that we learn that all of Hugo's clothes are terrible. Like his clothes are bad for someone who lives in New York City and makes in a high-powered law firm. You can't dress for shit, bro. And you have a cute, stylish girlfriend who yes. apparently like is with you all the time. Do you not take her with you? I know. And she finally tells him like when he's figuring out what to wear, like you got to change those pants. Cause he has like old man jeans with like a shirt tucked into them. And he's like, no, you tell me I've been wearing these for days or whatever. <laughs> but like, why didn't she tell him? His also, outfits are terrible. And I don't know. I mean, like maybe it's good that they're not playing into the stereotype that gay men right. are fantastic dressers but I give the guy a little fucking credit here jesus christ like it yeah, looked- i feel like when you make that much money and you live in a city like new york you would just like see other people wearing stuff and be like okay i'm gonna figure out where i can get that or just wear the classic pieces that yes. always look good yes you don't need to be a fashionista but like have the basics that you know are always going to come out and represent and show that you are class. <laughs> Do you know how many items of those I have in my closet? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Uh, um, I don't know what he finally figures out what to wear, though. I don't remember. Because he wears a coat, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he wears a coat the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's a very cute little day. Yes. Oh, it was. I was like, Patrick, this whole scene. I was like, he is so sweet. He remembers these little things about Hugo. And like Patrick was two years older than him in school. The the cool guy. Hugo Mm -hmm. was just a quiet little kind of nerd. And he's like remembering all these things about him. And he's just so sweet. And he really is engaging and like wants to know mm-hmm. about Hugo. It's not all about him being like, well, here's all my stuff, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I want to know about you, Hugo. Yeah. 
He's really wonderful. Yeah, he's Patrick is really wonderful. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he sets up this beautiful like outdoor picnic with all the Christmas trees and Christmas lights around. Um, he did yeah. intel to find that Hugo's favorite food or like late, or late night, night snack, snack was a sub, which seems a little heavy for me for a late night snack. I mean, that's yeah. a meal at that point. Yeah. That is a, a big thing at like midnight. <laughs> like a late night snack to me is like some popcorn or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. I'm not having a fucking hoagie at midnight. <laughs> Hugo is. Hugo's hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is where we learn that Patrick was actually Mr. Lonely in high school. And like he discovers then that Kate set them up because I guess Hugo yeah. knew that the whole time. Um, there was they just, also, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, there's a lot of like kind of backstory in this scene, but I did not give a fuck about any of it. Cause I kind of knew it didn't matter. And I was like, this is just filler. <laughs> yes. Um, He then tells his mom the next day to like just stay out of whatever's going on with Patrick and just like let him be or whatever. And she gives him or she tells him she got the key to the train station. So they wake Maddie up. Let that girl sleep. She's on vacation, too. She's a teacher. She's tired. And she's not part of your family. Like, oh, (laughs) leave her alone. So then... I mean, they are just kind of like, wow, this place is great. And then they leave, right? Nothing really happens at the train. Yeah, they just kind of go check it out, go back home. And then here comes Aiden. Aiden, who I had completely forgotten there was a brother. (laughs) He looks nothing like Hugo. No. But is very handsome. I mean, he must take after... Well, who does Hugo look like? He doesn't look a lot like Fran Drescher. Mm-mm. But neither does Aiden. Well, I guess we're just supposed to believe that nobody looks like anybody in families. I mean, also, isn't Fran Drescher like a thousand percent Jewish too? Yeah. <laughs> Which I that's, thought it was that's funny. That's the correct percentage. <laughs> that's very true. I did not think of that. That's loved, hilarious. Loved loved Christmas though. So we meet Aiden. He um he's from overseas. He was stationed over there in Munich in Germany, of course. Yeah, he's Christmas. in the Air Force. Air Force. Right? Yes, okay. it was the Air Force. I thought for a brief second here we were going to have something because he introduces himself to Patrick and Patrick gave him a look. And I thought it was a look of like, Oh, Aiden, you were a piece of shit to me in high school. Like I was, I thought it was going to be like, Oh, your brother was uh, the one that put my head in. Well, although he never got it done. He was Mr. Cool dude. Yeah. I thought what was going to happen when Aiden came home is that, Aiden was going to be a real piece of shit and like not be nice to Hugo. Yeah. And Patrick was going to be like, 
stay away from my boyfriend or whatever. But that doesn't happen at all. Eden's very sweet. It's a lovely family dynamic yeah, they have. so nice. She did, she did some fantastic parenting. And she really all, did. All she wants is for her kids to be fucking happy. And she is a happy person. She's joyful. She's open and mm-hmm. like accepting. I just loved her. I was like, every, every mom should be like that. I know. Take the energy down a tiny bit. Cause that can be a little much. <laughs> it's a little much, but the emotional part, fuck. Fran Drescher. Are you looking to adopt a 38 year old woman? Wait, <laughs> 39. I'm 39. Yeah. Yes. I'm 39. I had to do, I had to literally use a calculator this year on my birthday because I couldn't remember how old I, I just was. I I don't even care anymore. I, I don't know even it doesn't care. matter. I think the next birthday I'm just gonna say I'm 74. I I just <laughs> that will be how old I am forever until the end of time. I, I love it. Let's do it. Um, so they're gonna go caroling and Kate insists that they all wear hats. And Hugo's very mad about this. Hugo is, I want to say, like, not fun to be around. Yeah, he seems like a real stick in the mud. And then he's like, Mom, what are you doing with a giant box of crazy hats? Uh, Do you know the one person in my life that I can imagine with a box full of crazy hats? Fran Drescher in this movie. (laughs) She was was a librarian. I mean, I can guarantee jessamy has a box i was good i thought that's who you were gonna say you could we could guarantee had a box of crazy hats was our friend jessamy who was a librarian um yeah like she spent her whole life working with children in a library of course she has crazy hats and also they're not crazy they're They're just like fun they're like good quality yes i was impressed they're like fine fine hats they're vintage hats Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're very very nice um so maddie also was like super into aiden when he walked in the door she was like a hubba hubba a A ding ding (laughs) yes she was like whoa i haven't seen you since before you went to the air force turns out they are churning out some hottie boom bodies over there. She was into it. Yes. But then I all like, was Kate setting everybody up? Did she they just acted like she was? She's like this grand force behind this. Although Aiden was planning on coming home anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. Maddie coming home was a, a surprise spur of the moment thing. Yeah. yeah. She didn't plan. But maybe once they were both there, she was like, I'm going to make sure they get some alone time. Because she does set them up later to show up at the same place. She was good. She is good. She is good. (laughs) (laughs) So not only does Hugo not enjoy wearing a fun hat from time to time. He had the best one. He had the Ebenezer Scrooge hat. Yes, it was great. Um. Now we come to something I can relate to, which is he does not like to sing in front of other people. It makes him very uncomfortable. Well, Um, I'm going to call you out right there because you fucking sing all of the time at the yard. But not like a full, like everyone looking at you and you're like, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so they go caroling and Hugo gets a phone call that he has to take 
and oh shit, it's his boss. And he says, hey, listen, we heard what you said. We loved that you gave us an ultimatum. That's the kind of shit we love around here. You know what I love? (laughs) An ultimatum. I love when somebody who works for me is like, no, it's this way or the highway. Get fucked. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah so he's like so we are gonna make you partner but you do have to go wherever we tell you which is a really weird way to word that <laughs> and actually where we're telling you to go is straight to hell bye <laughs> <laughs> you're opening our new offices with the devil himself <laughs> no he's supposed to open a new law firm in london no uh, uh, that sounds like a fucking dream it sure does but can an American law firm expand to be in the London? They have different well, laws. I think you are really overthinking this <laughs> and you would have to ask your lawyer partner. He would know more than more. Than you know, me. when I was watching and taking notes this morning, I was like, I should have asked him about this. But then my second thought was, is Hugo going to have to wear wigs? Because oh yeah, because they have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> and the, he would he'd hate it. He doesn't like putting weird things on his head. Oh my god! But what if he came in because he's like the only openly gay lawyer? He could come in and like drag wigs. Oh, it would be fantastic! <laughs> I would be very into that. They yes. should do that one day in Parliament. Have like a casual Friday, and everybody. <laughs> Everybody can come in whatever wig and drag they want. This is like the opposite of casual. (laughs) Everyone spend four hours getting ready for work. Paint your faces, babies. (laughs) Okay, so Hugo gets off the phone. He looks totally freaked out and not excited. And then he tells Maddie the next day, And she's like, I'm really excited for you, but I'm also sad because we've always lived in the same place. And then they go back inside and they're decorating a tree. Patrick and Hugo are decorating a tree together. And Hugo's like, I've always felt like Christmas is for our people because Christmas trees are in drag. (laughs) I was like, is that what they're doing? I don't know. I know. I wouldn't consider a Christmas tree drag. I would just consider it a decorated tree. Now, if it was decorated with wigs, like the tinsel, the tinsel was like Mm -hmm. little strands of fun wigs or like... um, Giant eyelashes. Yeah, the ornaments were all like drag queens and stuff like that. That's a drag tree. That's a drag. Yeah, tree. I mean, I get well, that you're fe- like dressing feather, up the tree, but a feather oh, boa what? instead of garland. Yeah, if you're gonna make a drag tree, it feels like it could just be like super camped to the nines. Like, and it wouldn't even be a green tree; it would be one of those sparkly, like pink ones. Pink ones. <laughs> yeah. So they keep trying to build up. Um, chemistry between Maddie and Aiden. And while they are both very nice to look at, they don't really say anything to each other ever of substance. Friendly conversation. And uh, you can tell there's like a little bit of like, oh, he's cute. Oh, Mm -hmm. she's cute. But they don't say it to each other. No. They don't say it to each other. 
so Hugo's like, hey, Patrick, come look at this thing that was my favorite thing to look at when I was a kid. And he takes him to the man who, like, started this town um, and owned the train station to his office, which has not been touched since this man died, like, 100 years ago. It was like an exhibit at um, Greenfield Village. Yes, yes. <laughs> at, like, a historical museum. It <laughs> sure was. But they don't have a key. So instead, they just stand outside the door and look through the window for five minutes. What? But it was their f- his favorite thing to do as a kid. It was his favorite thing to do. They get Patrick, the key from Cousin They Jimmy, get the right? key. And Patrick has already kind of put the idea in Hugo's head to like, hey, why don't you just move back to Milwaukee? Have mm-hmm. you uh, ever thought about this before? Um, so they're going through Mr. Carroll's office. Is pretty cool but what yeah there's fa- tons of cool stuff in there well first of all i just want to say that they like switch personalities in this scene because hugo just starts putting everything in the room on his head <laughs> he like puts on the glasses and patrick's like you can't put those on <sighs> yeah and then he puts a hat on and he's like oh my god um but they find uh what do they find first? Oh, the ledgers, right? Yes. They find the ledgers. They they realize that his he didn't have a family. Mm-hmm. And the bulk of his estate when he died went to D Ashby. Yeah. And they find out that D Ashby was his traveling companion, mm-hmm. BFF. They spent all the holidays together. Loved being around each other. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Wonder hmm. wonder what that was about. So it was like, oh my God, this old guy from a hundred years ago is the same as us. Yep. But he and he apparently like didn't care and Mm-mm. lived his life because he wanted to be happy, is what Kate says when he talks about it with her later on. And I was like, I know what a hero. Good for in those times. Yeah. Yes. So, oh, and this, and then that made Hugo be like, I am not letting this train station get torn down. Yeah. Not now. <laughs> it really lights a fire under his ass. Uh, they're having like a moment. Patrick is about to kiss Hugo, but then his phone goes off. Of course. And it's from Cassandra. It's a call from Cassandra. And Patrick is just like, we got to go. I'll explain later. And what they're going to do is look at the Northern Lights because Cassandra said there was a 42% chance they might show up in Milwaukee. What? That in weather stuff, that's zero. 42% means shit. Uh, I will say, though, Hugo was like, you can't see the Northern Lights in Milwaukee. This is ridiculous. You are a big old idiot for thinking we can see them this far down. You know what, Hugo? I lived in southeast Michigan in Madison Heights, and I saw the Northern Lights one night, and it was (gasps) insane. I was like, that's incredible. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is up in the sky? And I was like, those are. Those are the Northern Lights. That is, is so happening? incredible. I'm yeah, it was jealous. crazy. It was crazy. I mean, I couldn't see it very well because Southeast Michigan, but it was kind of <laughs> neat. It was really neat. And I was like, fuck you, Hugo. You can see them. And they do see them. 
they, they do, do show up. And it's great. And it, it's all about science. We get another science lesson. I don't need to know how they work. They're just and funny. Hugo calls Patrick Encyclopedia Brown, which I did appreciate. Because yeah. I loved Encyclopedia Brown. I did kid. you? Mm-hmm. I never got really into Encyclopedia Brown. I was more at Babysitters Club. Oh, Babysitters Club, Sweet Valley Twins and Friends. Yeah, and then and then obviously Boxcar Children. All the scary stuff. Oh yeah, Arl Stein. And then I read nothing else <laughs> except <laughs> scary stuff the rest of my life. <laughs> oh boy, I not to go off topic yet again, but I read a very unsettling book a couple of weeks ago. Oh, it, what was it? It's called The Only Good Indians. I feel like I've heard this title. It's so intense. It's just What's like it? a, a lot. What's it about? Oh, it's not about any of these little babies being found buried. Oh, dear they? God. Oh, that is too much. This is about a group of indigenous boys. They're like 12 and they hunt a bunch of elk. And one of them was pregnant. And then it's like a Wendigo. <laughs> one of the boys was. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> I was like, what? One of the elk. And so it's like a, a Wendigo. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like a, yeah. yeah. So the spirit is like possessing. A, it's, it's really fucking dark. And like, it took me a while to get through it just because it was so much. I think you would like it. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard copy? Or is no, it just I got it from the library. Okay. See, the, I need to get like my Kindle set back up or something because yes, it's the best. I just really want to read and I I could go to the library. They're open again, but uh, it's like intimidating to, it's been so long since I've been to the library and I'm just like, well, you can do it. Okay. We've gone way off track many times. I'm so sorry, everyone. Who doesn't love to hear about us talking about libraries? <laughs> libraries are great. Use your libraries. There's a bunch of fun hats there. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it up. Back around. You know, I love a full circle. (laughs) I do know that about you. (laughs) So Hugo invites Patrick to um, Christmas trivia. Yeah. And he does come. Before this, there is a little brother bonding moment in the workshop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aiden comes in and um, Hugo is working on this like Christmas village that it looks his, like their street. Yeah, it's like their town. Mm-hmm. And his dad had started it. but Or they started it together. But yeah. Finished it or something. Yeah, and then he passed away bef- before they could finish. And so now Hugo really wants to finish it for his mom. And Which is so sweet. I know. Like, what a sweet <laughs> thing to do. Is. And then Aiden was like, oh, that's awesome. I, you know, I kind of never came in here because I thought this was, you know, your right. your time with dad. And Hugo was like, oh, what? I didn't fucking feel like that at all. But yeah. they have this lovely thing where they're like, well, we'll do it together and it'll be great. It's very sweet. It was sweet. It was sweet, sweet. stuff all around. So <laughs> I felt like when when Kate was explaining the rules of this trivia, I felt like she just forgot what she was supposed to yeah, say. <laughs> she was like, if you get it right, you get one point. If you don't get it right, 
you don't get a point. You don't get a point. <laughs> and then everyone laughed and it just felt like they were like, this is a funny blooper that we're going to put. Yeah. They were like, oh, you forgot the line. You forgot what you were going to say. Patrick wearing another great sweater in this scene. Yes. Very nice. The game is strong. I know. And his beard is good. And his eyes, I'm usually not like taken by like big brown puppy dog eyes, mm-hmm. but like he had big brown puppy dog eyes. And I think it was the lashes too, because his oh, lashes yeah. were gorgeous. He's a real dreamboat. He is sure. a, he's a cutie patootie times yes. 5,000. So they're all the trivia. I, this seems so much fun because you know what I love? Trivia, Fran Drescher and uh, Christmas. Yes. I was like, wait, why have I never done Christmas trivia before? This sounds so fun. I know. Maybe we should do some at the year. It'd be super fun. I love trivia so much. Um, So (laughs) one of the questions is, where did Charles Dickens write A Christmas Carol? And at the same They even say, don't think too hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it Portsmouth or London? London. London. And they're all like, ha, 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 London. Ha, ha, ha. And then Maddie's like, yeah, where are you moving? Just no one would ever say that. It was such a long walk and to get And nobody there. knew. Although I have to I they were all drinking wine. So I figure it was because yeah. A little tipsy. That's he was, true. He wasn't even mad at her either. At like, I know everyone. This is very Shit's Creek too. Where like everyone is just like a reasonable person, and they understand everyone's like where everyone's coming from, and like people and, like, make mistakes and mm-hmm. like shit. Yes. Um, so she spills the beans that he's moving to London. So he tells his mom. I know Maddie spills the beans. <laughs> Probably got that from you. <laughs> um, so he tells his mom, yeah, they made me partner, but I have to move to London. And she's obviously very sad, but also such a wonderful mom because she's like, I'm so proud of you. You've worked so hard for this. You have to promise me these three things. And I don't remember what she says, but like. Um, shopping at Harrods. Mm-hmm. Tea at the Savoy. And something else. Yeah, I don't remember what the third thing was. Something else. This scene, though, actually, like, their game playing scene, (laughs) I felt a little corny, but, like, it made me be like, God, I fucking love Christmas. And I got, I got a tear in my eye. Oh, yeah. I got emotional. Because. I was like, this is beautiful. I love Christmas. I did not get to see my family or friends for Christmas last year. And Andrew just recently, you know, passed the bar and became an attorney and got a job. And I was like, that was how I felt when he got his job. And I'm just so proud. (laughs) It's just so cheesy, but like, it's so nice to see just nice families. Yeah. And they're not like screaming at each other. I mean, I feel like a grandmother being like, everyone on television is screaming at each other. (laughs) But... (laughs) This was just such a, it was so over the top, but sometimes that's what I'm looking for. Just sweet. Just a sweet, good family that like doesn't have any issues with each other. Incredible. And if they do, they just say something about it and then they talk about it and move on with their lives. (laughs) 
It's amazing. It's amazing. Imagine. Imagine. Uh, imagine. I know. Do you know how much depression I could have avoided in these past two years? Jesus right? Christ. Uh, um, so Hugo finds out through his sneaky lawyer work that mm. the train station was actually deeded to the neighborhood association. And therefore the city has no fucking claim to knock it down yes. and build a new one. Which is a huge deal. Yeah. Cause that negates everything that yeah. the city has already tried to do. I mean, that's a big deal. My the next, next morning he's, Oh, go ahead. No, you go. Cause my next note is further on. Cause I, I don't think I wrote a good chunk. Here, well, so. we see like Maddie and Aiden drinking wine together in front of the fire or whatever. And then, um, the next morning Hugo apologizes to Kate for ruining, uh, trivia night, which like, no, you didn't bro. Everybody had a wonderful time. And he's like, you know, I just wasn't ready to talk about going to London. I'm kind of scared. And she's like, well, of course you're scared, but sometimes you just have to follow your heart. And he's like, I got to go. I wrote, I got to go see about a boy, which is from Goodwill Hunting. I got to go see about a girl. <laughs> and he just like books it to go see Patrick. <laughs> um, and he kind of apologizes for not saying anything. And Patrick's like, let's just enjoy the time we have. You should come hang out with my friends and I tonight at this pop-up bar. Oh my God, I would have died to go to this pop-up bar. It was super cute. But let me tell you something, Anne. Patrick did not have any friends there. We don't meet him any of his friends. We don't see him talking to any of his friends. True. <laughs> I mean, so I maybe that was a little weird. But maybe his best friend was the drag queen who was. Oh my the God, most I hope so. Who gave me the Christmas carol I've always wanted. It was the best about part of Christmas is sugar and booze. Yes, mama. And it was such a cute. <laughs> it was so cute. It was like presents under all the trees. Like all this cute Christmas stuff. But then it's like, what's the best? Sugar and booze. <laughs> yeah, it was so, so cute. And that drag queen looked incredible. TBH. I didn't know it was a drag queen at first until they talked same i was like oh, i was blown like, away yeah that hair like yeah. everything about that look was so the makeup like, those yes, 40s <sighs> pin-up christmas lady yeah. was into the it was look. so actually we should look up and see if we can find that song that would be yes that's my song. new song um, um and they so had- they Oh, go ahead. They have fun little cocktail names for their drinks. I rum, have been rum, singing. Rudolph. Rum, rum, Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> like singing that in my head for so days. Cute. There were a couple others, but I didn't. The Prancer's Punch and Gin and Comet were the other two. Gin and Comet is a good one, too. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. one, too. But I thought Rum, Rum, Rudolph was by far the. That's really good. That's clever. That's clever. Yes. See, Bridget, you know, we're good at this shit. We should just come up with a whole bunch of silly holiday cocktails. Not just for Christmas. Not just for Christmas. I mean, not right now. I can't be on the spot right now. (laughs) (laughs) Please, no. Come back to me next week and I'll let you know what I'm working (laughs) on. 
So Hugo and Patrick talk and Hugo's like, I really like you. And that scares me because long distance is hard. And Patrick's basically like, well, you could just move home. (laughs) He really keeps like pushing that. Yeah. Which I guess is fine. And then he volunteers Hugo to go up and sing in front of everyone. If anyone ever did this to me, I would never forgive them. You can't put somebody on the spot like that. I know. To overcome a fear. And then he sings and it's like, he's fine. He either needed to be terrible or like, holy shit, this guy can sing opera or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, his fine? performance was fine. He was confident. But- he was too confident. Like he didn't mm-hmm. have any jitters about it, which you should. I, I don't know. Unless you're a stage performer. Like you should. I always get even when we do our stupid karaoke party oh, yeah. here. I'm like, Ugh. Your voice gets a little wobbly. One person might hear me. I didn't think it was funny. He sings, um, have yourself a merry little Christmas. And the whole bar cheers when he sings the make the Yuletide gay. Yeah. I thought that was funny. They're like, yay. Yes. But we did not need to see him sing the entire song. Sorry. That was too long. Yeah. We, we get the idea after the first few. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Patrick mid performance strong reaction takes up and gets out of there yep he just leaves but hugo chases after him and patrick's like look i was wrong this is too hard i don't think we should see each other anymore uh and the next day maddie tells hugo by the way i am staying here through new year's because i want to go to this party that your brother asked me to that's wild. So they're just like together now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also though, like I speaking from a little bit of experience, like she doesn't ask Hugo, like, Hey, I'm your best friend. Would it be Having weird feelings for your brother? Yeah. Would it be weird for you? Like if this was a thing, Mm-hmm. Or should we just, or should we just do it and lie about it uh, for a year and then make you feel like an asshole when you find out and are like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, sorry. It was, I, was I projecting? Um, what? Nothing, nothing. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Anything that's my life. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, yeah. And he's just like fine with it, which he's like, is great, great. but you could have just talked to him. Right. But they also don't spend a lot of time one-on-one. Like she doesn't see the project he's been working on for a week. She's probably busy hanging out with Kate all the time. Cause Kate clearly has always wanted a daughter to like yes. go shopping with and do all this fun stuff with. And like, she is just, she's taken Maddie under her arm, which is great. I mean, they're just a big happy family. And Kate, Kate is the kind of person who literally would be like, Hey, if you're gay and your family don't want you to come mm-hmm. for the holidays, I have a giant chateau. <laughs> like you can stay at my house and I will buy you $8,000 worth of presents and make you yes. wonderful food. And you'll, you're my family now. Like that's the kind of person she is in yes. real life. <laughs> I strive to be that type of person. Yeah, she was just so good. Some just... people are just so naturally warm and welcoming. And I don't have that, but I want it. So like 
even if I look like a jerk, guys, you can always ask me for a hug. But I guess also their idyllic little area they've lived in, there's been no reason to like have any cynical, like, what the fuck? Why are you being nice to me? Kind of thing. Like everyone is just so nice all the time that you'd be like, oh, of course. Yeah, great. Right. I'll, I'll go to Bridget's house for dinner because she's amazing and wants <laughs> me there. Um, so Hugo goes back to Mr. Carroll's office, the old dead guy, <laughs> and returns the ledgers. But a picture, what did a picture fall out of the picture album that he had? In his yeah. That yeah. And they, they had seen pictures of these two before. But yeah, the one that slipped out, I don't think he'd seen. And for some reason, decided to look at it with a magnifying glass. Well, because he saw the back of it and it had a really sweet note on it. Oh, that's right. It was like to my dear, whatever, love, blah, blah. Yeah, on your favorite, on your favorite day. Yeah. At the train station. Always yours. Not that that really makes sense to turn it over and be like, I need my magnifying glass. But that is what happened. And he sees little pinkies. Yeah, it was picture. so oh, cute. It my was heart. so cute. I my heart. Yes, that was very sweet. Um, Kate gifts uh, Hugo his dad's woodworking tools, which was a very big deal, apparently. But, like, hadn't he been using them all week? Yes, but I, I mean, he's not allowed to take them though. I mean, you I know guess what that's I mean? true. Like Maybe symbolically, she, yeah. she's just like, these are yours now. Now you have these. <laughs> Do some fucking whittling. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at the train station on Christmas Eve, the big letter writing event, Hugo and Aiden talk about long distance and Aiden's basically like, I don't know when you meet someone who makes you feel that way, I think it's worth it. And he goes kind of like, hmm, I never thought about it that way. That's weird. (laughs) Even though I'm a fucking lawyer and I've been taught to think logically. Um, And Kate is like thanking everyone for being there and being like, all hope is not lost on the train station. Hugo, come up here and tell everyone. But then he like doesn't tell everyone what he found. (laughs) He's just like, I love this town. (laughs) My heart belongs here. My heart belongs in Milwaukee in Jeffrey Dahmer's freezer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I would have should have worn my Dahmer glasses while we were recording. Oh my god. What a missed opportunity. (laughs) I believe. Also, so they reveal the village that they made for Kate. And um guys, it was uh, it looked like a bunch of third graders did it. Like my fifth grade art class, we we built a city out of wood. Like we all mm-hmm. had our buildings and cars and streets and we sanded and painted and shaped. And our little city was rad. That like, sounds incredible. Yeah, it was a lot of fun and it looked really good. Mm, not as impressed with this one. Yeah, I just kept thinking like, I could cut a bunch of stuff out on my Cricut and make these look way cuter. Or like spend an extra year and then yes. do it, do it like he did in Beetlejuice. Like that, oh, that yeah. is a town replication. 
Yeah, I mean, it was so it was just like plain wood, and then he like painted on windows and like outlined a door. Do I even want to say paint? It looked like Sharpie. Like, yeah, it was not good. And then there's just a bunch of little twinkle lights just thrown mm-hmm. on the table. <laughs> I was like, mm, okay. I guess, I guess it's uh, the message, whatever. <laughs> oh, the thought that counts, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so he gave the speech. I love Milwaukee. My heart is here. As Patrick shows up and they lock eyes. Yeah. Um, and then he takes Patrick up to show him the picture. Yeah. Like, Their hands were touching. That means I love you. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Um, so then they go out, um, because the train has arrived and there's three awkward old men standing with the train, just like waving very stiffly. And I was like, these are the guys who do the Christmas Eve train. I thought it was so weird. They looked like <laughs> farmers that they had like picked up four miles outside. They of looked the like they've been abducted. They didn't know what was happening, but someone was like, "You will go over there and you will wait." We're going to give you a hundred. Hey, you want to? You want a hundred dollars to see Fran Drescher? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> they should have been way more enthusiastic. Stand over there in weird overalls and just wave like you. Is your first time waving. (laughs) Yes. And then we have a very, very symbolic ending. Oh, yes. Where they hold hands fully in the same spot. We've still never seen a kiss from these two, by the way. They kissed when they saw the Northern Lights. Oh, did they? Yeah. I didn't. But so they hold hands and then Kate's like, I want to take a picture. So then like when your mom is taking a picture of you with your partner. What you do is you start making out. <laughs> and then she took 8,000 pictures. Yeah, I don't know if you saw her continue hitting the button, but like <laughs> it just kept taking pictures. At that point, it gets a little weird. I only need like one or two. Thanks. You yeah, don't cool need to it, document Brian. my whole makeout session on a train platform with my super cute boyfriend. Yes. And that's and it. That's the end of the movie. Ho, ho. How everybody wins. Nothing sad in this movie except that the fact that Fran Drescher's husband is dead. Yeah, really a bummer. And we but, never learn about Patrick's mom. No, no, we don't. Oh, probably something sad though. Not divorce or anything. Not, not, in, <laughs> not in that town. Not in Milwaukee. <laughs> cute it was cute i did love that it's a gay couple and Mm -hmm. it like you said it wasn't any of the stupid petty bullshit that you'd expect from like a lifetime gay christmas movie right it was very sweet everyone was i thought that you know most of the acting was pretty good yeah it was fine it was fine hugo Um, just seems like a real snooze fest yeah I would like to see if, like, what else he's been in. I'm just curious. Sorry, my cat just made a weird noise. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm curious if he's always like that or if he has charisma. And I need to look up his IMDb, too, and see if he's actually, like, cuter in real life. Because he was not cute in this movie, I thought. Yeah, I would agree with you. Unfortunately, when you're standing next to Patrick, it's just like, oh God, he is so cute. 
cute. Yeah, really, really so, cute. Yeah, it was fun. So this is like a cute little movie. It's fun. Nothing bad happens. So if you're having a really sad day and you're just like, I need something that will just make me not worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Who doesn't love Fran Drescher? I know. Well, I will say I read some of the reviews of this on IMDb and one man, of course, was like, the second Fran Drescher shows up, she just starts screeching. And I thought she really toned it she down. Like didn't. she was obviously playing up her voice on the nanny. Obviously. Yeah, she, well, when she was screaming, it was only when she first sees Hugo and Maddie mm-hmm. come home. And of course, any mom is going to be like, and she's not like, ah, yeah, she's not like screaming at the top of her lungs. She's like, ah, my son, my son. Right. Like, it was fine. Of course, talking it's a fucking about? man. You know, this guy probably talks like he's like, has 8,000 things of food in his mouth. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that guy sucks. Suck a dick, buddy. Oh boy. But yeah, it's a cute movie. I liked it. Um two thumbs up. <laughs> Bridget, do you want to share what we're doing this weekend? Uh, guys, I'm visiting oh. Michigan this weekend. Oh. We're going to the yurt. Mm-hmm. We're having a sleepover before the yurt. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna Recorded podcast in real life in person. It's gonna be so good. I can't wait. The giggles are gonna be out of control. So, like, just everyone prepare yourselves because I'm gonna be so excited. It's gonna be so fun. Maybe we shouldn't even watch a movie. Maybe we should just record ourselves just like talking shit. (laughs) That sounds great. Come up with some topics. Hot topic. <laughs> Up first, hot topic. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't hate going in there when I need to. It's it's not as uh, intimidating to me. It's actually just a little more sad <laughs> than anything. Just a yeah. lot of like fan girl and fanboy stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's all it is. You know what? Mm-hmm. If I want to go get a sexy Alice in Wonderland tank top. I know where I need to go. (laughs) Not wrong. (laughs) Uh, Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you have a good week. I know we will have a great weekend at the yurt. Yes, we will. (sighs) I can't wait. So we'll be back next week with, um, oh, we're doing a murder one, aren't we? Mm -hmm. We're doing a Christmas Christmas murder. This is what I've been waiting for. (laughs) Because these two we've watched so far. (laughs) I know you can't expect much with Lifetime Christmas movies. I can't get the murder and betrayal and sex that I so want, but no, I'll take a murder. I'll take a single murder. I wonder if it's like the Santa. I bet it's the Santa gets murdered. Oh, that would be exciting. Yeah. It would. I mean, not for him or the children or children around the world. <laughs> Sorry, kids. That's entertainment. (laughs) Well, we'll be back next week and have a good week. Uh, If you haven't gotten vaccinated, what the fuck is your problem? Go get vaccinated. (sighs) We're at like, what, 67%, 70-ish nationwide? Something like that. The numbers are. It's not high enough. It's not high enough. So, guys, just go get your fucking shot. If you haven't done it, 
And if you're not going to do it, stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, we're not interested. Um, also, I feel like a lot of people don't know it's free. You don't have it's to pay for it. Free. It Just takes 10 seconds. It. And now takes- like there's not going to be lines like there were when I got mine in right. January and I had to wait in like a giant line at a stadium. That's crazy. So come yeah. on, people. Please get your shots. The shit is not over yet. There's scary variants. So protect yourself, protect your families, protect other people. Dear God. Okay. I'll tone it down. <laughs> Take care. Be good. Uh, chat soon. <laughs> TTYL. Ciao. <laughs>